welcome to Burka Wonderland. No, hello and welcome to uh, Magic Mike and the GFP Wonderland. We are here tonight, just the two of us. Look, he's there. I'm here. Look, this is not a split screen. There's no green screens involved. I'm sorry, you hate being touched. Sorry, that was, plus I'm filthy, so. He's sitting in a taller chair than me. We are about the same height, so I have to go up and you have to squeeze down a little bit. There you go. So, uh, so yeah, you know. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful uh, a visit. The, the the love affair has finally been consummated. <laughs> Either that or the father and the son. I don't know which which is which have finally been reunited, but uh, that, that, that not for a love affair. But, uh, yeah, you've made me feel quite a bit at home. That's so, good. Uh, and tell people about our day. What, what, what have we done? Oh, man. Well, first, we both went running across the parking lot. After 20 minutes of me trying to find the car, yeah, um, because you gave me incorrect in instructions. Because you off got off the train. train and ran for your life. I did. Um, I, I just ran to the first beard that I saw. Um, but and that was an old lady. So it, it was. Badly. Oh, she was. She was hot though. Um, so yeah. So once we finally connected, uh, it was a warm, tender moment. We cried. We wept. We talked about our humble beginnings, um, and then uh, and, and then we. Uh, what do we do? I, I don't remember anything after that. that we got back just, in the van oh, yeah. and then come back to my house. No, we went shopping for sweets. That's it. We did. We went to, it's only um, for the people in the UK, we went to Wilkinson's and looked for a spanner. That's a, a wrench in America, monkey wrench in American language. Yes. And uh, now I know how Chris feels. I feel, I still feel quite small. No wonder Chris is always moody. We had a wrench, so we we all got a wrench. But really, I think the cover for the wrench was that you just needed to get eighty dif eighty different pounds of sweets. Look, it's thingy. Yeah, What's I have, his name? I haven't seen Drago for a while. I mean, he might be taking a break from podcast, or maybe it's because we're taking a break from podcast. But I but, like this. Uh, I like this from um, It's Scuba. Mike looks like he's just escaped from prison. Does it's because of the orange jumpsuit? Really, <laughs> I think that's uh, this. This is what American prisoners wear generally. Um, but uh, I wanted to dress up for you. Uh, you did. And not just wear the Arsenal shirt. Right. Plus, they're all filthy because I've worn, I've been in like nine Arsenal games, and uh, and, and and the clothes are, are are dirty. So, we went shopping for sweets. We got ninety-seven different kinds of Danny's favorite candy. He almost got nicked for shoplifting because because uh, we bought crunchies in one place, Wilkinsons, and then brought them into another place, Poundland, Poundland, and uh, and and you know I said. They're going to think that I bought these here. And I said, no, give them to me. They know me here. They, they know my candy. <laughs> they, they know me in Poundland. <laughs> they, they did. Eight people came up to him in Poundland and said hello. People he hadn't seen in years. I mean, the guy is is as famous in God Manchester's as in God Manchester Huntington. As Huntington, whatever. Uh, he's a celebrity. It's a lie. Only one person did. That's Tony who I went to school with, and he wouldn't come near me because his wife's got COVID. <laughs> which is which is great for the next person I see in public, but yeah. Uh, and then what happened? The uh, then you ran into somebody else that you knew, and you were playing, boy, boy, you were playing bumper cars for a little while. Um, there was like a three way pile up on the sidewalk, and then uh, and then back to the the humble abode. And and let me tell you, this studio is everything that you think that it is. It's it, I mean, it's deluxe. This is like um, like when Howard Stern. Got his new studio at Sirius XM, and it was like the entire 80th floor of the McGraw Hill building. 
In New York, that's basically what we're dealing with. What he's not telling you is he came in here and the first thing he did, he screamed, the home of podcasting. He laid on the floor and rolled around like a dog of initiates. I did did the, um, no, I did the, like, like the snow angel thing, except there was no snow. It was just dust and cats. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I like to consider myself a student of the game. And um, what game? No, that's the question. I, I I have no idea. Parcheesi, mm. hungry, hungry hippos, which mm. I think we we decided we were going to play on air. With the I've already City. started. I've already started about three of them. But um, but yeah, the, uh, uh, the you know the podcasting game. I I like to know where you know if there was a museum of podcasting, and specifically Arsenal podcasting. This is this would be it. So I wanted to take my time, go from from wing to wing of the home. Uh, visit, you know, this is where he wakes up before he does a podcast, like right before he does a podcast. This is where all of the FIFA is played. This is where he yells at his daughter uh, to scratch his arms. And, uh, and and it's just, I mean, this has been a tour that I never could have imagined. I mean, I, the Leicester game, away. Nothing. Good day. Today's a great day. And then we went uh, went out for a walk. We went through my village. We went uh, traffic lights. That was good. Then we went past White Hart Lane. I, I, we did go. He didn't tell me that the road right around the corner from him is Shit White up. Hart Lane. I mean, you'll see it in a video later. Yeah, yeah because we are we are you know we have put together the blog. We're not you know we're not going to the the vlog. Sorry, um, I can't write. So so we just do vlogs. But if you've seen any of my um, you seen any of my game day vlogs? I, th- I think they're they think that that you're in a different place because the angle you're now hiding that little fire thing that we have to put on. It is right behind me. There you go. There's Sean. You can see her on top of the top of the fireplace. In fact, you, she's just left. You don't know how many construction men and women we had to have set this up so that we could both fit on the screen. An army of helpers. Yeah. And then we went um, through the, the graveyard. And Mike feared for his life. That was a scary moment. I only use the word literally, and I'm going to use it in the correct context. The church bells literally started ringing for 4 p.m. the moment we entered the churchyard, graveyard, cemetery, church. And it felt like... Ominous. Yes, because here he is walking through. He um, he, he did ask me to climb into the hole that had been pre-dug for me in this graveyard, so... All right, so do, do I have? Is this bubblegum? Mm. These are. I open all my oh. bags upside down. This is not what I expected this to taste like. This but. is uh, bubblegum flavor, and it is extremely nice. Not had this before. No, not having more than one of those. I prefer me like the Cadbury milk, but no one, no one needs to watch an hour of us. You, you've never snacks. seen a man happier than when he was stuffing his face with crunchy. Bought one. Crunchy, I will. I got crunchy. I'll have. Because Sean's mum drove the van to come and pick Mike up, and he said, "Like I'll buy everybody a crunchy." And it spent took him twenty five minutes at the self checkout at Wilkinson's to to buy them, and then uh, we nearly got done for shoplifting from Poundland because uh, he was holding them in his hand as he was running up and down the aisles screaming for sweeties. I did save your life though today. Um, I bravely got in the middle of the street. You did. There was no crosswalk. There were no lights. Crosswalk. Zebra crossing. All right, oh, okay. and I don't have the bell. Uh, there was no zebra crossing, uh, no. but I did. Uh, I thought there was one. It's I gone. bravely went out there and I said, "I said, car, this is Danny. 
This is the day. Anyway. And I'm saying, it's all right. That woman's pressed the traffic light button, but being American, he went, no, I will step in five minutes before it's all over and I'll fix everything. And that's what he did. Yep. And I, and I got in the middle of the street and I was like, boom, 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 was the noise of all the cars hitting me. It was a, and then it stopped. And then you went across. The, yeah, but uh, no one could see what you were doing because I was still hiding behind the car <laughs> waiting to cross. But he stopped the traffic and then we went down. and we I went stop and, traffic everywhere I go. I take it everyone can hear us okay. We're just using one mic. Yes. It's a magic one. It is a magic one, yes. And then we went and saw the ducks, and uh, he picked up on a mallard straight away. Poor mallard. And uh, the swans were busy over the other side. And then we went and sat on my mate's bench, Adam, who... uh, He's no longer with us, but he has his own bench at the God Manchester Park. And we, uh, I thought I was about there. to get my own bench at the God Manchester Park, but uh, but apparently not. So they want us, uh, Jonas wants us to take the piss out of Spurs. Don't worry, that we've got an agenda tonight. What we did today, then dinner, and then Spurs, and then that's it. That's the entire show. And Graveyard, you actually entered White Hart Lane. It was it, there was more atmosphere in our graveyard than it was at White Hart Lane. I am actually going there on Thursday. Um, Ooh, my my last week of football here is other than the one. Oh, have you tried game, to have a sweets? It's uh, no, I'm good. Uh, did you try one? No. Who opened that bag then? Uh, Sean did. Did she? Yeah. She left you with open bags. Lovely. Full service daughter. Yes. I, that, that sounded bad yeah, coming from me. Yes. Uh, but uh, but no, I tr- trust you. Trust me, it wasn't like that. Um, but yeah, I've I've got. A visit to the Etihad Stadium on Wednesday, followed by a visit to the Toilet Bowl on Thursday. Why am I doing this? Because you're making tr- the most of it while you're here. I'm trying to see as much football as I can. I'm trying to go where tickets are easy to buy uh, without having to buy be- memberships and stuff. So that's kind of one reason. Um, but, but yeah, I'm going to feel kind of filled. Like I'm going to shower nine times a day on Wednesday and Thursday because it's just going to not – Ask me if you could bring a paddling pool in with bleach in it that you can sit in during the game. Who are they playing? Uh, City on Wednesday is playing Gruge mm-hmm. on, in the Champions League. And then I'm going two levels down uh, and one level above where we are, I suppose, to the Conference League. We could have been in there if we wanted. And uh, and we'll, we'll be seeing the mighty, mighty v- v- Vitesse Arnhem. They're a good Chelsea team. Chelsea B. Yes. Uh, playing against Spurs. And will it be Conte's first game in charge? Will there be a um, uh, a placeholder man? What is it? A, uh, a caretaker manager. Caretaker manager in place. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We we just we'll, we'll have to see, and 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 we could talk about that time. Who is it? Scrivo? Is that a new name? I don't remember. Oh, caretaker manager. Oh, lovely. Who is that? Are you new? It's Scrivo. He seems to know us. Maybe they've changed their name. Hurricane comes to the door. What object to Mike's left and Danny's right are you? clobbering him with my left and your right are we reversed on the camera because those are two opposite directions yeah we're hitting them over the head they're not reversed because pringles is the right way around it's gonna get pringled that's the gist of it harry kane gets pringled everywhere Everywhere he goes (laughs) harry kane gets pringled everywhere he i gotta do this as well everywhere he goes like the um bushwhackers exactly um still haven't figured out why that happens but uh, so, so yeah, some nice pizza tonight. Yes, with grass on it. Oh, oh, Carl is there. Right, Hi, Carl, Carl, you could. Oh, that's um, Carl. secret conversations going on. That might be Carl saying he's free to come on. I've got to pick my phone up, Carl. Either that or it's him telling, like, telling you how much 
of, of my life he's going to make miserable on the tube the next couple of days. But um, while Danny's checking that. Um, yeah, Carl is said to come and join us. Oh, lovely. But how will we hear Carl? Through the through the computer, just put it, put him through the regular thing. That, that oh, won't pick it up. Money. We're gonna, we're going to test the podcasting chops. The pod, my podfather. <laughs> let's just be let's be honest with you. All due respect to uh, to Andrew Mangan, but uh, but my personal podfather is this man right here. Um, I hope I don't have to teach you how to do the audio visual for the, for the thing because. Um, so anyway, well, we sort that out. Spurs have uh, have clearly gone in a different direction, <laughs> and and we've we've gotten uh, a lot of debate going on uh, as we take this to an Arsenal related uh, con- you know, content situation. Um, are they desperate or are they ambitious? We haven't said what we had for dinner yet. I said pizza. Oh, all right. We went, to, we went to a burger place, and when we got to the burger place in Huntingdon, we said, uh, why is there no burgers on the menu? And it turns out, because they're new, and the McDonald's is a few stores down, they said but McDonald's have got an agreement with the whole industrial estate, or not industrial estate, is it? It's a, a food place with a cinema and that lot, that no one else there is allowed to sell burgers. So you can order burgers. Or chips. Or chips. You can order burger and chips, but you can only have them delivered. I said, well, can I have it, order it, and then eat it in here? And they said, no. I said, you can't deliver it outside and bring it in. They said, no. So we all had pizzas, and they were very nice pizzas. They were good pizzas. But nice people as well. He showed me a, a, a photo of the oh. menu, and it was it was, it, there were, it was a French burger with brie and bacon, and, and I had spent the entire last 24 hours since you sent that to me masturbating. Oh, that was a, I didn't expect that turn. Over the burger. Yet, um, does that mean they signed? And then we didn't end up having it. Yeah, no, it's a done deal. Is it? Yeah, it's a done deal. But it doesn't say here that he signed. Well, he's signing tomorrow. Ah, uh, okay, that's what I needed to know. He's signing tomorrow. So, uh, so yeah, I was trying to vamp for the uh, for the Carl situation by 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 making it about Arsenal. But but we do, you know, we'll have to go back to dinner. This man has people who pick <laughs> the greens off of his pizza. You have to give me a bit more context than that. Well, they brought the pizza out with Rocket on it, which I thought Rocket was going to be like, I don't know, someone brings it out and break dances or something, like, uh, you know, that, that, that song from... If it would be Elton John. Yeah, and um, it turns out Rocket is a um, like a leafy, lettuce type of thing. In other words, it's fucking poison. Yeah, and and it, and Danny asked the waitress, uh, waitress, am I allowed to say that? The server? Waitress. Fine. The server, if, uh, if the pizza had been rolled around on the ground before they brought it over, at which point she got very angry and she, she left and she spit in the food. Oh, see, that's going to be the problem. Oh, here we go. Carl! Mike, who's going on? I can't hear him. Well, do you have, I can't um, hear me. Where's your son? Bear with us for a second. Where's your audio coming through? Oh, good idea. Needs to change the audio to come through from the yeah, speaker so to and now I've got a child on my there, Carl. Um communication not yeti. There you go. Say something, Carl. Something, Carl. Yeah, hey, yeah. there he is. All right, and we'll, Mike, and we'll how are you doing? I'm doing great, Carl. How are you? Right. Blink twice if Danny is keeping you hostage. <laughs> Every 
time I get on the tube, I, I, I make a point to look at the front to see if it's you. And, and uh, we just need to set an appointment. He doesn't drive the fucking trains. He's better than that. <laughs> Not to, oh, okay. He's the one that delays them. Oh, oh, you're on the delay staff. I am indeed. I'm the one who has to deal with those pissy drivers um, when they piss me off and they say they're not driving their train because their pussy hurts or something like that. So yeah, I'm the one that has to. I actually the last the last three drivers I saw were, were they were standing there like this, like just holding their pussies. Um, I know that didn't quite get on screen, and you're welcome for that. <laughs> done you a favor. Uh, yeah, done you a favor. Um, but yeah, they they all seem to be like grabbing their crotches, and so it's, it's mad. So how's your time in England been so far? Oh my god, man! You know it it has been three weeks of of bliss, topped off with today. I mean, how, you know it's it's it, and, and there's another nine days after today. I don't know how I'm how or whether I'm coming back to a, like an intact marriage. And a relationship with my son, my daughter, I don't see on a regular basis because she's at uni. But um, but I do. I, I just I, I think I've, I, I've I've done two and a half to three week trips before, and as long as I go to Harrods towards the end of the trip and get something nice and bring it home, we're good. Uh, but this is a little. This has been a little ridiculous. It was supposed to be. It was meant to be three and a half weeks. It's turned into an entire month because of a miscommunication about uh about my daughter's uh family weekend uh at at, at school so I've, I've i'm now here through the 10th of november and uh and i couldn't be having more fun man i it, mean it's- personally i think you need to come more often because correct me if i'm wrong since you've been here arsenal haven't lost a game of football well arsenal haven't lost a full game of football since the end of august to be to be fair but the um this tends to happen when I come over. I mean, I, I I'm pretty good luck. Uh, so, I've been I've been at some stinkers. I've been at Crystal Palace Monday Night Massacre a few years back, the three 0 or four 0 with the you're not fit to wear the shirt. That was not my uh, my 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 greatest moment as a as a windbringer. But beyond that, um, I've never seen a loss at the Emirates. Which is one reason why I celebrated that that ninety fifth minute Lacazette goal so much. Uh, it was really kind of for person. I know I know you're not supposed to have celebrated a draw against Palace, but I celebrated my ass off because my streak was about to end. So basically, what you're saying is you want a part time job as Gunnosaurus. I, I I did well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I I'm I want to be Gunnosaurus's orange uh, counterpart. So I'm I'm dressed like that tonight. But yeah. I, I I am open to being paid to stay here. Um, and you've I'll also seen a capitulate, capitulation of Spurs as well. So yeah. what even, more could go? Even better. I mean, you know, look, it's it's it, it, it hasn't sucked. Let's just put it that way. Uh, it hasn't sucked. I've seen a lot of good football, even outside of Arsenal. I've seen some good games. Um, had a couple of great events that we've been to the um, the the Arsenal Vision podcast, and you got some great uh, ones coming up. Um, yeah, and and the extra week that I'm here has furnished me with the opportunity to uh, to see Arsene Wenger and and David David Dean. Uh, does he get to be called David? Get uh, called whatever he wants. That man made Arsenal great again. They're doing a panel. Oh, look at that. On the uh, yeah, I get, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And Mark, it's great to see you again, mate. Um, we were talking about you on the um, you and uh, Chris and Fifey. Uh, no, not Fifey. 
um, Simon, I was saying which one was the better looking. Yeah, well, close Mark, call. Mark's pretty good looking. Uh, he is a very, he's a good looking chap. Um, I mean, he's no Simon Collins, let's put it that way. Um, but the, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh. Is everybody getting double feedback when Carl talks? Or is it okay? I'm sure it's okay. Come on. No, it should be okay because you got the magic mic there. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't take the thing. Um, so, yeah, my, Arsene Wenger and David Dean are doing a stage interview of some sort uh, at the Palladium uh, next week, which is going to be painful and frustrating, yet also interesting. And then what I just found out a couple of days ago is that Amy Lawrence is hosting a uh, an 89 reunion, like, like the 89th 89 reunion, but I could never get sick of it. Uh, at the Barbican, where they're putting the they're putting the highlights of the game to classical music, plus a panel discussion with Smudge and Lee Dixon and Paul Davis and Nigel Winterburn and George Graham. Does that mean they're so, watching the game with classical company and company playing at the same time? I, I mean, it's not going to be the whole game, but I'm sure it'll be you know like instead they of did it with Star Wars instead of Brian Moore. You'll be hearing. I mean, I just probably got you copyright strike because that's from Wizard of Oz. But and I sang it with such beautiful intonation. But but yeah, so I mean, it's just it's been one cool thing after another, and you know the the greatest thing that 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 you have helped father for me by supporting our ridiculous podcast from almost day one and helping us actually sustain and keep going are the people that we've met as a result of it. I mean, when the first time three or four years ago when we were podcasting and I used to come over, it was me and four or five people from America that came over at the same time so that we would have people to do things with and go places with. This time, yeah, I mean, my friend Tom from Richmond came over for for 10 days. Rosenhammer. Rosenhammer. What a uh, name. And... Um, and, and Owen came to meet me for Where a weekend. Where are these fucks now? Why aren't they in the chat? They you call want, them friends. Where the fuck are they? They don't watch podcasts. What? Wankers. They hate podcasts. They just do podcasts. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, at this point, I can come over here, and and, and maybe this is going to end up sounding like like uh, pompous or something like this, but it's, it's more thankful. I can come over here and just meet up with people who I know that live here now. So, you know, we're... Look at uh, that. Look at it. We're we're uh, we're making a large family, and shame on everyone other than OG for not making the trip up here. Well, to I... visit the home of podcast. Well, between you two, there's... not you, Carl. I mean, why would you come up here? But like, Carl's, Carl's welcome. There's forty right now. There's forty percent of every Arsenal podcast person I've ever met, Femster and Jeff, being from Canada. That's it. It's no, you're just fifty percent. It's got even worse. I've only met four people. Oh, Carl. How sad. Come see him. It is, but it's, notice how me and Femi have met you and Chris Carpenter has. And, and rightly so. Isn't he known you the longest, I want to say? Yeah, probably. Well, Jeff Arsenal has, but he's an enigma. Well, he, no yeah. one knows if he even exists. <laughs> <laughs> he, lives in the, he lives in the shadows. So, so yes, having met Chris Carpenter finally, um, the outfit... Was he shorter... Than you thought he was. He was. I, I I don't remember his height because I was just staring at the outfit that he wore. It was, it was everything I would have thought he that he would come dressed in. Um, 
Are you looking for a picture of it? No. The thing is, he doesn't, he doesn't surprise yeah. me. When, when Chris puts these funky outfits on Twitter and Instagram, like, I want to be shocked, but at the same time, I'm just like, that's just Chris. Like, nothing tends to shock me with Chris anymore. But he pulls it off, doesn't he? He looks great. I mean, that's debatable, to be honest, but... I mean, uh, hold on, I've got a low battery. Yeah, here. This is a picture of Chris and and, and our Swedish friend, Oscar, who was there. And, it, I mean, it, it's a leather jacket with stuff all over it. And by stuff, I mean, like, words. I, I don't know what the words are. Pretty motorbike words. It was like Mbappe and... Di Maria. It was uh, Nice and... Uh, and, and um, was that that good-looking bastard Collins in the background? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't show him. Sick of that. He's good look. But look look at him. I'm five foot ten. He says he's five foot eleven. He's not. He looks like he's six foot four, my bodyguard. It looks like when I met you, Carl, because you're six foot eight. Yeah. You're five ten, but it's all penis. <laughs> Mine is mostly upper body. So, I mean, I don't know exactly how that works, but, but yeah, it, uh I am a sat on a higher chair, so I, I've been told I need to I need to admit to being the same height as Danny. Sparrow. It's like Carl. Um, ten games and he's out. Poor old uh, um, Nuno. Nuno Espirito Santo. Every time I say that, I expect a, an owl to magically appear behind me. When did you it, hear it? It makes me laugh that he only lasted three months. That's ridiculous. So. Um, you could tell by his interview on Saturday, he was dejected. I think um, he just literally looked like a broken man. You know, like Mikel Arteta used to look when uh, <laughs> <laughs> we used to... He looked like Ole again. When Ole was walking off the pitch after after Liverpool, he looked like he was a dead man. Yeah, I, I mean, how he rescued himself. And I think, I honestly think whoever lost that game was going to be sacked. It was kind of like a race to be sacked and obviously um he lost them what makes me what kind of makes me laugh and what i kind of hate in football is the leaks in football because you started hearing about rumors about he's going to get sacked and then i think the, um that shit rag the daily mail um that's how i found out said <laughs> oh um he's been sacked and it's like wait what so obviously someone's leaked it within the club and then the uh, announcement came and I just laughed. I mean, credit to Spurs for not firing him during Black History Month. You know, they waited till November, got Black History Month out of the way and then they fired him. So, you know, got them some sort of credit. But no, I think it's... I just it's saw com- that tweet somewhere. I was like... <laughs> it's like, comical to me. Black History Month is in February, so he should come over, try to find a job. And, and, and well, I, I think I, it's I, comical oh. to me. I think it really is. The fact that three months into the job and you can't give the manager a little bit of time. And let's face it, I mean, as much as I laugh at that club, they're <clears> only, well, we're only in um, November and they're only, what, eight, if I want to say? Something along them lines. So They're where we used to be, you know, when they were winning the league after three games. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, unless they just had actually no faith in him whatsoever, but for me, that stinks more player power. That stinks yeah. of more of the players going to Daniel Levy and saying, look, this is not working. We can't work with him. Um, blah, blah, blah. Because player, you power, of- player power or, or, or fan power? I mean, the booing. and the, I mean, 
Do you think yeah, the player? Do you think the player really? I mean, I, I guess you do because you just said that you do. Uh, but I mean, I I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it as much of that as they were afraid of the of, of completely losing their support. The thing is, remember, football fans are fickle. So if they had won, <laughs> we well next, know. <laughs> if they had won their next game, they would all be forgotten about. It all be forgotten about. Like, oh yeah, well we lost to Man United, but it's Man United. You know, that's what they would be saying. But they win their next game. And, it, and it's all forgotten about, but I think it's more. I think the players. I mean, you can see. I don't know how much you watch of that um, that silly team, but there's just nothing to them. I mean, when they played us, it was they were really bad. Like as much as as good as we were, they were really bad in midfield. They were just absolutely terrible. Harry Kane wasn't doing. He doesn't want to be there. You can see his body language. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be at that club anymore. He doesn't want to play for them. He wanted to leave. And what's funny is that they were offered, what, 140 million in, what, three months ago. They are never, ever going to get that offered. Like, Man if Man City do go for him in January, there is no way that they offer 140 million for him. We were, no debating, way we were debating what his, what his price would be if he goes in January, which I would imagine this Conte thing, I would imagine Kane was in those discussions was brought into those discussions so you know so that Conte would have an idea of whether he's got an asset or a player that wants to be there uh, and so I don't know what the answer to that is but I but I'm sure that 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 was part of the decision but you know we were trying to figure out what what, what does he go for now is it I mean I, I I think at his age he's 28 he's in a funk he's not awful but I mean you you can't you it can't be more than 50 or 60 million now could he See, because you got put on the English premium, so yeah. I would say probably 70. I would say if Man City came in with 70 million, I, I think that's probably fair. I just don't think that, you know, Conte is a manager who likes to press, 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 press. You have to run when you um, play for Conte. Has Kane got that in him? Has Eric Dyer got the technical nuance to press and to push up and to sit back? You know, they've got some god-awful players, like really bad players. And I don't know if even Conte is going to get the best out of them. I mean, there's no doubt in that he is a good manager, but can he get that Spurs team playing? I don't think he can. And that's not me looking at it from an Arsenal tinted glasses. This is me just being, as a footballing fan, I don't think he can get what he wants out of that team because I don't think that team can press. They need proper athletes and for me they don't have them I mean um, people are talking about us not getting Emerson Royal like he's atrocious I've not seen anything in him to think that I'm really sorry that we didn't get that we uh, bought Tommy Astrew instead that he is really bad and I think that's kind of a miss like one of them blessful misses that we didn't get him so I don't know for me um, I think Conte will come in, and the fact that he's only signed the 18 month contract for me that's, that's a lot. Is that all he had? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the contract is through June of 2022, which means the rest of this season and one more with an option. I don't know if it's his option or the club's option for an extra year after that. To me, what that uh, the answer is shit, by the way. How can you have a contract of 18 months? That means it ends halfway through a season. No, 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 because we are now. 
It's yeah, it's halfway. It's halfway through the season now, so it's for the rest of the season. Oh, well, Conti's. Yes. I thought yeah, you yeah. meant. I thought you meant um, old Portuguese man. No, 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 no Conti's. Okay, okay. No, yeah, no, but no, even that, 18, Conte, why eighteen months? That's that's the question. Uh, to me, that reeks of somebody who wants to be able to be available to get Newcastle job when they come back up from the from the championship, <laughs> or you know, to just basically be. It doesn't sound like someone who wants to be at Spurs long term. Or the Man United job when Ole's planning to get fired. I forget who it was. One of my friends in a WhatsApp group said, you know, 18 months. Oh, it was Wayne uh, from Ireland who said, uh, you know, 18 months. The guy just wants to get out of the house. <laughs> this isn't about turning Spurs <laughs> around. He just needed something to do while he was waiting for his. Uh, I mean, for him to jump at that when the clearly the Manchester United job is going to be available shortly. Hmm. And clearly, when Newcastle has a project in mind, if they can just survive this season, um, you know, if those one of those two jobs would have to have been more attractive to him than this job, and the fact that he's taking an eighteen-month contract, That's I think crazy. says everything about that. Oh, now, if he had a five-year contract and he didn't want to be there anymore, he could do what Mourinho does and just start imploding the club from within until he's sacked and walks away with some of the money, but. You know, his legacy is very important to him. So I think he's there as a shot in the dark to try to try to I mean, he is a good coach and he demands the best. So so if he they was fail at Chelsea, wasn't he? He was at Chelsea. And then Inter Milan. And, he's yeah, a hell of a manager. He's a he's a great manager, but maybe that's all he'd take was eighteen months. Maybe it's got fuck all to do with the club. Maybe he said, No, eighteen months I'm gone. That's what I think. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. You can't pay me enough. That's I'm not yeah. I think the club would have rather signed him for longer. Yeah. But yeah, maybe this is just to get them out of uh, a funk, and well, then Conte, another job comes up. Conte is a long-term manager. He's not a Sam Allardyce. Eighteen months is what you'd give an Allardyce, a Moyes, a Steve Bruce. Uh, he's not really stayed in any club longer than three seasons. No, I mean he has what it takes to build an empire at a club if he's there long enough. But he fell out with Chelsea after doing well. He fell out with Inter Milan. So oh, maybe Inter Milan over over transfer left, policy. They left Juventus. And, but I think they weren't spending the money that he wanted. Or wasn't it? They signed um, Ronaldo. I can't remember the timeline. There was something to do with transfers. They well, they weren't giving him the money that he wanted. Yeah, he left Juventus. He went to Chelsea, and, and was he was he the one that turned him around after Mourinho screwed him up again the second time? So he was that him. Uh, oh, no, when when Mourinho the second time left Chelsea. Was it Conti that came in? I think it might have been. Right after him, changed him to a 3-5-2. They immediately started winning. They ended up winning the, the league the following season. That was a situation where I think player power down tools. Oh, shit. Hold on. On the... Uh, on <laughs> I thought their, you had a important phone call. <laughs> player, no, this, this, there's nothing more important than that. Players down tools on Chelsea. Talented players down pools on, tools on Chelsea. Conti came in whipped them into shape, and they became winners again. Similar to what happened a few years later with Tuchel uh, coming in, taking talented yeah. players. It was Gus Hiddink came in after Mourinho's second spell for 27 games, and then Conte was there. And, oh, okay. uh, well, yeah, he came... Dude, he, you're seeing the magic now, how I get all won, these facts up. I don't know anything, do I? He won the, he won the league the year following Mourinho's dreadful performance yeah. when, he, when he was out of favour, huh? I Hiddink, thought he did the double. Hiddink oh, has, no, he didn't. Hiddink, as always, was the caretaker manager. But uh, So, anyway, my point is, I think he's taking a shot in the dark. He's like, if somehow this works, if I can make this team good, if 
They give me all the money I want over the summer. Maybe I make a big, impactful Bruno Fernandes type type signing in January, which is not easy to do in January these days. And then I roll into Jan- we 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 end up in fourth or fifth place. I they they support me with 150 or 200 million pounds that they don't have because of the stadium situation. Yeah, and, loan. and 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 I if it doesn't work out, their problem. And if that happens. They are well and truly screwed. They can't afford well to have another screwed. Mourinho situation, a fortune on wages, have a clear out, and then for the manager just to go, well, this isn't working, and they get rid of him. Which is which is why I, I asked the question, um, and I've asked this question of a lot of people today. Is this an ambitious move, or is it a desperation move? Desperation. Definitely Carl? desperation, because you think to yourself, they offered him the job three months ago, and right. he didn't want the job. So what has changed? Between now and three money, months, and made, yeah, as it's maybe he wants a little bit of money. That's the only thing because he turned the job down. Remember, he was literally um, ready to sign, and then he backed out, and he didn't want a job. So, what 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 has changed? Unless they have given him a shit load of money for the eighteen months that he's coming in for, and also given him the um, the promise of they're going to spend money in January because. Money and a lack of accountability is how I put it. Like, like an, well, oppor- an opportunity. They're going all in. Well, yeah, and 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 I don't think they have a. I don't think they have a better move than that. What's up, Chris? I don't think they. I was not making fun of your outfit earlier. It um, was. I stood up. For you. I sat down for you. I, I, I love that outfit. Um, I'm not saying it's the wrong move. I'm not saying there's a better option for them. I'm saying they're low enough in the decision-making falling apart spectrum, which, you know, people think that we were in or are in. We were they never are, in that shit situation. Uh, uh, ironically enough, their league position isn't as bad as ours has been. I mean, they're not, they're not struggling in 15th yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I just think they're cascading down and, and they're, this is last chance saloon for them. Uh, Do you think Conte's remit is literally just get us into Europe? Whether it's Europa, whether it's um, Champions League, or whether it's the Europa League Two, just get us into Europe. That's his minimum season goal. I think his remit is fourth place. Not getting relegated, probably. <laughs> they, they've come to realise that that's the most they can hope for because they are an absolute car crash, and it's hilarious. I mean, yeah. if you think about trying to get into fourth place, like Michael was saying, I think, I mean. If you look at it, the first probably three places in the league are kind of sewn up. Yeah, if you, if you really, yeah, if you're looking at it, so fourth is literally what I think is between us, Manchester United. I'd throw West Ham in there as well because people keep thinking that West Ham are going to fall off. They are playing some really they're better good position. Than, they're better position than Leicester to keep it going this season. Yeah, and Leicester. So there are literally maybe four or five teams going for full place. Which is literally going to be really, really hard. Now, I mean, it's going to be a case of people taking points of everybody, and I think the fact that we beat Leicester on sun- Saturday, I think that's done well for us. I think that really given us the belief as well, and I think people are looking at Leicester now, thinking, oh, maybe we can go there and uh, and win. I think West Ham for me are barring the top three, are probably the best team in the league at the moment. And I think it's going to take a team to go there. I mean, we played them very how, shortly. I know that. How's their squad? I'm honestly asking, I don't really know. Because, I mean, how, like if they 
how are they going to adapt to boring defensive football? Well, how are they going to? No, I'm saying how is West Ham's squad? Oh, West Ham. And as far as injury depth and Afcon depth, they haven't got much depth. That's my thing. That, could they, I don't think they, they've got the um sorry, go on, Mike. No, I'm just gonna say, could they be derailed from that with one or two, you know, unlucky injuries? I mean, I, I would say that we could be. I'm not saying that that's any different than than Arsenal, but I mean we're uh Danny's got up the, the depth right here, but that doesn't really tell me. I'm and I don't think they've got the experience of well playing in Europe. I mean, this is their first time playing in Europe that's for true. years. So are they gonna be used to playing that? He's probably Thursday, going to Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. I think they've only got one player going to the African Cup of Nations. I think that's Algeria. Oh, that's um, the Congo. Is it Congo? Yeah. yeah Masuaku. Yeah. But, he's, but he's not a regular. Yeah, he's only played three games. But Bearima, Benarama. I've got, I haven't got the glasses on. I could say Bananarama for all I fucking know. But so they've only got a couple of players that might be going to the... Afcon, because he's um. Well, look, out. West Ham's got a, lot, a special thing going right now. I mean, that play that I was at the the uh, the London Stadium for the for the game against Spurs, and for the first time in three visits there, it was actually a good atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, that place is 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 a dead zone basically, and uh, and they were they were loving it. Uh, they're like our friends in Spurs hatred right now. They hate them. They, it seems like they hate them almost as much as we do. I know. That, that that can't be the case, but uh, but yeah. Um, oh, there you go. Thunder had it before. I did. Why don't I just read your message, Thunder? Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. He looks like the only one who's gonna. So yeah, so go. so yeah. Fourth place is is really kind of what it's about, and Cannon. it's not rude. not completely out of the question for any of those teams. You're not being held hostage, are you? Are you? Remember, blink twice, Mike. <laughs> he, told me, he told me if I blank twice, uh, that's it. That would be that'd it. be the last time you'd ever blink, boy. <laughs> yeah, fair play to David Moyes. He has done because then that's his second spell there, isn't it? He left yeah. the last time because he'd come in as a, a short term and he said, I, You haven't you aren't matching what I think I can do with this club, so I'll leave. And then they got was it Billich? They got Slavin Billich, who I uh, love. I love watching him on the sideline. I remember just, him as a player, he just, was fucking you wouldn't argue with him. No, but Billich would just stand on the sideline looking Afcon, so forlorn. Uh, no, there were there are rumors about it, but I don't think they were substantiated. That I don't think it's been uh, it's been canceled. Yeah, there's that's not the mic. That's uh, that's the third podcaster that we have there. That's almost looked like my beard. It nearly did. Um, yes. So, so I'm I'm happy to hear, you know because. The argument earlier on, on a couple of WhatsApp groups with uh, with some of the usual suspects um, was that this is ambition. Like, what do you define ambition as being? And I said, I define ambition as being signing him this summer, not signing your seventh choice person, and then ten weeks later, this this is turning your your tush up in the air, your tuchus, and saying, just do me, do whatever you need to do to me. To you know, to get to 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 stay here. Uh, not that I've ever had oh. to do this in the last oh. two hours, but um, but yeah, the, um, the the this is just desperation and saying we'll give. They, I I would love to know what the difference in contract and promises made were between the summer and now, because Conte must just come in there licking his lips today. Probably a couple of hundred thousand um, on his 
on his wage. But it just, it makes me laugh that <laughs> within three months you turn a job down and now you're saying, oh yeah, I'm fine to come and take this job. But again, you've still got unhappy players there. Like you still have Harry Kane there who does not want to be there. He, he doesn't. Even playing for Nunu, he didn't want to be there. So playing for Conte, he was going to be a much harder manager like Harry Kane and his weak ankles are now going to have to run and press and run and press as Harry Kane got that in him. He's going to know what work is now. I don't uh, think Conte. You look at the job Lukaku did for Inter Milan. He did he did Giroud with goals for Inter Milan. Plus he had Sanchez doing little bits around him, and he had Martinez, who was uh, absolutely magnificent. So, and you may may get Son to play that role that Martinez did for Inter Milan. But can Harry Kane really do that? If, if he can't get a tune out of Harry Kane, he's absolutely fucked. Because that's what you need. That, that's what Spurs have relied on for five or six seasons. Harry Kane getting you 20, 25 league goals a season. And what's he got this season? One in 10 or nine, however many he's played? Yeah. Well, that sounds familiar. <laughs> you have a player dumping in 20, a, 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 a golden boot winning player dumping in 25 goals, keeping your team going, and then suddenly not performing. I mean, this is... This is starting to sound like Arsenal 2020. Yeah, but you also, I think um, we're always looking at, remember Kane has to have his normal seven weeks off when he gets his ankle injury as well. So that's going to come as well. So I don't know. um, It's the Kane Kane cup of ankles. It's like like AFCON for for English people, for old English ankle people. where uh, where you just you can plan on February being without him. And, well, whenever our matchup with them is, the seven weeks prior to that is when he's <laughs> And then he comes back and scores a penalty. Yeah, Mr. Ziegler, I presume. David, recently over uh, over here he was. as well. I saw him on the run with you. No. I don't know what you two have got up to. You and... Uh, Rosenhammer and Elliot, you da- no, you've left da- the country. David was. We did not cross paths with David in this situation, but uh, uh, he was here before. We, he was here for the derby, and I was jealous because he got to see the best Arsenal game in recent years. And then I went and I topped it with Villa and maybe with Leicester away. So, no, 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 no. Anyway, that's enough Spurs talk. Carl, has anything happened? Because we've been out gallivanting all day. Uh, anything in the world of Arsenal that we should be talking about? I nearly didn't get that out right, but I think it came out all right in the end. No, I think um, Arsenal have been relatively quiet. I think the talk of the day still is, and I hate harping on about refereeing decisions, but how oh. Evans didn't get sent off and how um, Laporte did get sent off. And I, I, um, I watched, um, there's a programme called Ref Watch on Sky Sports over here. And uh, Dermot Gallagher is on there. He gives the expert refereeing um, person. He, he was saying he doesn't understand how Evans stayed on the pitch. And I, I do honestly hate talking about... I mean, in the end of the day, didn't it um, affect the outcome of the game? Still won, and I'm happy about that. But this is really, like, getting silly now. And Danny, I tried to find it, and I could not find it. Can you find out when the last time Arsenal played against 10 men in the league because I, I tried my best to find out when the last time a man got sent off against Arsenal. And I couldn't find it for love nor money. The only, uh, but, time, the only time I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with, and there's got to have been a time since then, but the only time I'm coming up with was the FA Cup against Chelsea in 2017. Yeah, I can't think in the league. 
Nah, and it's just getting and listen. Every single team in all other twenty teams in the league can probably say, "Oh, the referees hate us, and it's a conspiracy against us." And they probably could justify that as well. But I just feel like it's getting a bit silly now with Arsenal, where we just do not get the rub of the green, and it's just getting like it even went to VAR, and even VAR said it wasn't um, a sending off, but not more than three or four hours later, exactly the same thing happens in a different game. And the, and the decision goes their way. Like, I, I just think it's, it's I, I don't know, it's just getting silly now. Save and I'm surprised that, that um, they haven't even gone to the FA and said, oh, come on now, this is getting silly now. Is there a conspiracy against Arsenal? And I know it's safe to say, it. I, even me saying it just sounds stupid. No, I, I, hate, I, I used to get so annoyed as, and, and, and it was usually tied into the Wenger conversation. You know, oh, well, you're just making excuses because you support Arsene Wenger. And, you know, you know and, and, and I was saying that as someone who wasn't towards the end supporting him staying in his job, but also saying, you know, I guess that doesn't make much sense, uh, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say here. But I, I, I hated the whole, it, we're losing because of bad officiating thing. I... I come from kind of a mathematical business school type of past. And I believe in the law of large numbers, which says random events will generally now keyword random <laughs> random events will generally equalize over the long period of time. And the, you know, you look at a shorter um, sample size and, and sure you'll see everything that uh, uh, that you want to see from it. But when you look over a season, it equals itself out. I, these aren't random decisions though. And and they're seeming less and less random as time goes by. I mean, I I, I don't want to like be the the person who says we didn't win a game because of one decision. Because there's all these other opportunities that we could have had to to overcome that. I mean, the Wolves game last year, the decision against David Luiz, followed by Leno forgetting what sport he was playing. Um, <laughs> And, you know, I mean, there, we, we could have won that game despite all of that and didn't. So, I mean, it's it's rarely, you know, a, a game-breaking decision. But over the course of, of a year, the number of decisions, the number of calves that are being stepped on and heads that are being elbowed. and um, No, I mean, just it, it, it's, it's, a, it's insane. We, we sneeze on a person and it's a red card and a penalty. Even if it's not in the penalty box, they'll still call a penalty. Uh, we've got people literally decapitating people and, and they don't even get a yellow. So. It happened. Did anyone see the Marseille game last night? Marseille were, were um, attacking. Their bloke grabbed hold of um, the Marseille play on the edge of the... I'm not going to try and pronounce the name of the team they were playing in the league. Oh, grabbed hold of him, pulled him down, and it was blatant foul. Absolutely nothing. They ran down the other end. Saliba put in a decent tackle, got the ball and the man, and he got booked, yellow card, same thing. You got a yellow card and a free kick on the edge of the area, and then you're looking at it going, "But how the fuck the, the sleeve one was nothing? The one down if only Chris was here, he'd, he'd go, oh, we, I agree.' <laughs> well, that's exactly what he would be oh saying. Oh my god! Oh, anyway, I'm going to move this on. Go on then. <laughs> Thank God Danny, you're here. We'd, we'd, still, we'd still be talking about the grass on his pizza, uh, right now, and so. the pizza, and uh, see, Danny, like how that. impressed was you with Rams there on Saturday? Oh my god, that semen esque. I, 
I mean, and he means that in all of the possible Not ways just that you the can accident. take that. <laughs> 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 stadium, welly deep in semen. I, uh, I mean, we were, yeah, we were, we were just flooding in semen uh, memories. Um, that save at the end of the first half, there were a few people that left early in the first half. Now I've done, I did that in the Villa game and I missed, I, I mean, we watched the penalty on the television on the concourse, which taught me a, a lesson. Uh, like, I should have learned a long time ago. Like, oh, there you go. Claire Montfort. But, uh, it was like Seaman's save against, was it Sheffield United? Where he, he yeah. did he full matrix. Stunning. Yeah, FA Cup. So, yeah. few, so a few people leave to go down to the concourse, whether it was for a piss or a beer, whatever it was. Or both. And, and right at the free kick, I'm like, this is going to be on frame, and he's going to save it. I, don't, I mean, it's, I, that wasn't that bold of a, of a prediction, but I, I said that to um, – who was I sitting next to? I think Dan Potts I was sitting next to or standing next to. And I'm like, this is going to be a world-class save right here. I, Look at that. I'm, I'm getting grief from the chat. Okay, I thought that was the player that uh, that David Ziegler's, but they played Claremont first. Well, David it's Ziegler, Claremont first. <laughs> Shit bag. David Ziegler has uh, has Google. Uh, but, but I, I mean, I still could not believe that save. And you know, obviously, we've seen the 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 picture and the the you know the the photo taken at right that moment that that looks like a. You have to actually zoom it in and figure out what's going on with that picture because it looks like he's got a leg coming out of his arm and the, it did. It, it looked and, like yeah, it looked like he was being like a cut a newborn calf coming out the wrong way. There's <laughs> arms and legs all over the shot. But I mean, my God! And then and and it wasn't done just after the save. They still had to clear it off the line. I mean, and that was that was right in front of us. Highlighted the game for me, and uh, uh, I mean, I, I cannot say enough about this guy. And unlike most people, I'm not eating humble pie. Like Elliot, Elliot's. Per, I'm eating humble pie. I think we didn't pay enough for him. I, I've, I've heard, I've heard the words humble pie more in the last three weeks, and and I like it because you know what, people should happily and readily eat humble pie when it's necessary. Well, I, on I do. But this, I didn't. This, this, I, I, I never agreed with the with the anti Ramsdale stuff. Uh, uh, I mean, tying it in with Emmy Martinez and and, and all that. He's I'm having not, a good season. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> looking. I'm not looking for an award, but I'm just saying the Ramsdale. You, you, this is why sometimes you just have to wait to worry. That's the expression that my my that my father in law uses. Wait to worry. We sign Ramsdale. You're gonna you're gonna come out there and say it's the worst move we've ever made before you see him do one thing for us. Like for your own reputation, just wait, and and then you can go back and say, you know, oh, I said it was a bad, you know, whatever. But the, he's he's not just changed Sophie. our fortunes with his with his play. Hi, Soph. We were uh, going to ask if you wanted to come on, Soph. So if you are if you are free and you want to DM me, yeah, slide in. They're going after Carl the Everton did. game, but I think the Everton game just probably starting. So oh, Carl, I always say to you lot, if it's important, text me. And I saw you text me, but because I'm a pro, I had my phone on silent. So wherever, Danny. Sorry about that. Yeah. But he's, not, he's yeah. not just changing games with his play. He's he is making the back four play better. He's I, a leader of men, however young he is. You can tell that. You know when uh, defenders want someone commanded behind them, someone who they trust. And I think that the back two or the back four, you might as well say, have that in them. I think um, the Seaside Mustafi and Gabrielle literally work really, really... Danny, by the way, he told me to call him that. Um, they work really, really well together. And the fact that you can trust your goalkeeper, for me, 
is is a lot. I think when we had um, the actual real Mustafi um, and then Leno um, and then Socrates, you know, that was just like, you'd panic straight away because you just didn't know what was going to happen. And I think now we can finally say we have a back four who we kind of have a little bit of confidence in. Um, we can look at them and think, okay, we're not going to panic. If the, if, um, the opposing team attacks us, we know that we've got Tommy Asu, who is absolutely brilliant on a ball, tall, strong, can get the ball away. Ben White, who is strong, but he's, he doesn't look strong, but he actually really is. Um, and he's good on the ball. You've got Gabriel, for me, who is an absolutely, he's very, very strong, um, puts his body into places where you wouldn't normally think. And then you've got Tierney, who, um, okay, he's had a little dip in form, and I don't think anyone can deny that he has, but he's still a very good player. And then Tavares comes in, and you think, oh, that's a good choice. Like, this almost like not losing Tierney at all. So for me, I think you know, the trust that they've had and the partnership that they've had, I think it's also good to have a stable back four or even five. And the fact that we've only got one game a week, so these guys can work all week on a training pitch together and then come Saturday or Sunday, play together. And, you know, they just show trust in each other. So for me, I think it's absolutely brilliant that um, all these players have come in. It does worry me a little bit, I'll be honest with you. Um, have we got the depth behind, you know, the starting four? If Ben White gets injured, does Rob Holding come straight in? Is it Callum Chambers? Is it Mari? You know, are these players good enough? I think we can almost guarantee that Chambers is not going to be there next season. He's definitely going to leave. You know, maybe, you maybe I'm going to about Holding, depending on if Saliba comes in. Um, Chris will probably be the best person to say. I mean, all I've heard, I mean, I, have, I think I've watched two games of Saliba, but all I'll keep reading is he's absolutely tearing it up in France. So then that is a problem from Arteta as well. When Saliba does come back in, you know, is Saliba going to be content with sitting on the bench? Because is he going to get in ahead of White? Is he going to get ahead in, uh, of Gabriel? Do we play a back three? You know, you know, all these questions are pro- good problems yeah, for Arteta to have. I was going to say, I, ho- I hope you, I hope you add the word "good" to the good problems because uh, you know I'd rather have those problems than the problems that we had last season. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that much. I mean, that it's. Uh, I mean, Saliba coming back if he's fit to play for us and wants to play for us, um, please Look. do. So, um, yeah, Jeff's found out. LG, it's you, you, you don't hold the title anymore, and um, and and I, I I've seen his t- his t- his uh, uh, tub. Oh, good God! I thought you could say took us. <laughs> I've seen his tub. I, I got in the tub. I did not been in the van. Tub. Been in the van. Met Sean's mum, the incubator. There's enough. There's enough room for everybody to come over. But yes. And, um, you know, taking a, a page from the old open mic situation, mm. if anyone wants to kind of get a scoop on the, you know, if you have a, a particular question <laughs> about what what it's like to be with the Danny Sweetman. Uh, and the Michael Feinberg. You, you can, uh, well, everyone knows what it's like to be with me. Just imagine like a really, you know, the drunk guy that you have to move, like, move around. and. Um, but, uh, but yeah, jump on and 
you know, we know we know the Bulgarian gooner likes himself an open mic pod, so I, I'd be very disappointed if you don't, if you don't show up. Again. Um, so yeah, oh. where were we, Carl? Sorry. You, um, a good prob- a good problem that Arteta is going to have. Yeah, but I mean it, it, it and I mean the Ramsdale thing, I, I just don't think you can stress how much how much chemistry matters to a team and and no one would claim that our summer transfer window was full of galacticas that were instantly going to change change the the team from their quality of play but you he's just the the and by he i guess i'm referring to arteta and adu they seem to have and maybe it's just been good luck so far and maybe the law of averages will take over i hope it, you know rather than it being a, a, a corner turn but but what I'm seeing is kind of some surgical removal of, you know, bad stuff, for lack of a better medical term, uh, from the, uh, you know, from the team and inserting things that work better together than they, you know, the, the, the sum of the, of, of the individuals are, are greater than the, than the whole at this point. And that's how you, that's how you play above your station. That's how you take a team that, isn't ready to challenge for the title and you at least get them ready for the top four. And, and whether that's player management or whether that's week to week coaching, who we credit for that. And, you know, and, and, and it doesn't matter at this point, but I think you have to at least give some credit to the, 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 the transfer windows that we've had so far, because this team seems to be one of the most fun together teams that we've had in years, years and years. And when that happens, invariably you win, unless you're just a bunch of jokers who don't care about winning and you're just having fun together. But, uh, I mean, this seems like a like a dressing room I'd like to be in, and it's not just because I apparently like looking at tuchuses. Tuchuses. Tuchus. Tuchus. Oh, he did it. You didn't to get that, did you? He did it. Yes, it's my love of German football, and they roll in the... All them words like that. I'm probably asking the wrong person. I'm going to ask you this question, Danny. Yes. Um, do you think that top four is a, is a strong possibility this season? Um, well, you know, as Arsenal fans, we do love to run before we can walk. And yes, I'm saying fourth place is definitely on. Because why not? We've got no European football. And I don't think, Cole, when you were talking about um, Gabriel and, 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 uh, and White... You saw it was like black and white. The our team that has played all the league oh, games. It was, was Gabriel and White. Sorry. Um, yeah, it was. It was like uh, Don't night call and, that. It was like night and day. Oh, black and white. I see what you did there. That's, that's no, no, not, I didn't do it? that. I see what Don't you say did that there. again. I didn't do it. That, it you was like that. it was like night and day when you saw our league cup. It was like the land of the living dead. You want to know, got a lot of people with one arm and one leg and blind and got mange and got worms. Go on, you lot all go out and play. And then we saw, hold on, I'm having flashbacks to the last three seasons. Take them all out. <laughs> Newcastle, would you like 11 pre made players? Certainly, sir. I'll post it 20 million the lot. As you saw, more. didn't we, Carl? What an absolute shit show we looked about our best players out there. It does. It, it, it kind of scares me for the African Cup of Nations when we do lose Partey and then we do lose El Nene, even though he's not really playing. Um, and we do lose um, Aubameyang. You know, it is kind of a little bit, and Pepe as well, sorry. So I don't know what Arteta is going to do in that period of time, because if we got injuries, 
slash suspensions, we are down to literally Tavares and Ainsley making the Niles playing maybe five or six games together. And I mean this with the greatest of respect. Nobody wants to see that. As much as, you know, we want our young players to kick on, nobody wants to see Ainsley making the Niles and Tavares. Sorry, not Tavares, uh Lukonga, sorry. Lukonga in the centre of midfield. Um so for me, we do you strengthen in January? Do you bring someone in uh centre midfielder in January? Just that to show it up and, Oh god, Danny. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go, Danny. Like Ah, you're speaking it into the into the world, and now it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Jack is back, baby. No. But the thing is, would it surprise you if they gave Jack uh, a six-month contract just to cover off for? Because this could be him um, training with the club could literally be a you know an audition to say, okay, Jack, we're good. We're not good. You're not going to be a starter, but you will cover. For um, Xhaka and Lukonga, because that's going to be the midfield too, isn't it? It's going to be Xhaka and Lukonga. And if one of them gets injured or one of them needs a break, then you will be there. You will be on the bench if we need to, because after, like I said, after Xhaka, Lukonga and Ainsley Maitland-Niles, we don't have another centre midfielder unless you're going to play Odegaard or maybe um, ESR. There. Well, I think I think he would play Odegaard there before he would go out and sign somebody who you have to pay for the next two or three years, but aren't. I mean, they're not going to go out and get Basuma because, first of all, isn't he in the African Cup of Nations as well? If he's playing for Belgium, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, Lukonga plays for Belgium. Oh, him as well. Excellent. She's. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, he might. I don't know what his legal status is at the moment with that. Um, uh, the thing yeah, uh, I think that's that's really not anything. Well, but, but, but we're, not, some. we're not. We're, we're. I think we're unlikely to sign someone in January that is going to be expected to take precedence over a healthy Jaka Partey or Lacanda as the first three, like for, for you know going forward. And I don't think we're going to sign. So I mean, the you're, you're starting to convince me that potentially this Jack thing could be. Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a fifth string, as we say it over in the state, of, you know, kind of a fifth choice uh, center back. But there is, we've seen Odegaard do it, not not to great effect, I don't think. But I mean, I I, I think you either see Odegaard or um, does he promote someone? Do we recall Aziz since he's not playing anyway? Uh, see, I was thinking that's that's, about that's scary though for a run of Premier League games. That's most likely going to be crucial to how the season goes. We can't afford to slide back into the mid, you know, to tenth, twelfth, something like that, just because we don't have enough cover in midfield. So, as um, as Avon Ted just said, uh, silly boss, he's uh, he's available. He's not playing for Real Madrid, is he? No, I think he plays for like the Real Madrid. He could be a record breaker and the first ever three-time Arsenal player. (laughs) A lot of players have come back twice, but never anyone's done it three times I know of. That'll get um, Arteta in the record books. It's on, um, I I just figured it out. What? Yossi Benio. Oh, Yossi, Yossi. Oh, God. Had a great goal record for us. Yossi Benio, ugliest 
Arsenal player of all time, but for obvious reasons. I think Ole I think Oleg Lujny definitely um holds a candle to that award as well. I know, but you know, God. You know, yeah, which one? I don't know, mine. Uh, all of them. Mine. No, just yours. There's lots to pick from. Ours. Oh, me, me, I don't have me one. and Yossi's. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like we've just had a whole religious discussion in about five seconds under our breath. Yeah, uh, uh, Leicester are. I think Leicester are in trouble. Uh, they Vardy looks done, and uh, yeah, they've let too many decent players go, and they must be getting pissed off that yet again Arsenal have gone there and beaten them. We have such a good record. We're there, but we're someone's bogey team. I never thought I'd hear that saying again. Yeah. Uh, that is true, we're, and we're a bogey team of a team that no no one should be considering us a bogey team for. We're supposed to beat Leicester. So that's how um, things have changed. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, if Vardy can't get a goal against us, you yeah. might you might want to consider he hanging looking, up his boots. He was starting to play dirty near the end. He looked really angry. It's frustration, isn't it? When teams get frustrated, I mean, you look at I know we're talking about Arsenal, but you look at um, when Manchester United played Liverpool. Uh, last week and Ronaldo definitely should have been sent off for kicking I think it was Jones on the floor wasn't it and Bruno Fernandes should have been sent off um, as well and Every that game. obviously the Pogba challenge so you know teams do get frustrated and it's just what pisses me off is that when teams get frustrated they tend to kick our players and then that's how players get injured I mean you look at what happened to Saka against Crystal Palace how he didn't get sent off who God only knows um and what we don't want is uh, another injury um, to our players. But uh, we are playing Watford in the next game at home. And we are next door neighbours to Watford. Literally, our training grounds kind of back onto each other. Do you think right now they've sent Jack Wilshrop with a stepladder just to peep over the fence to see uh, what Claudio Ranieri is actually doing? Because he'd be smoking and then he would the, fall off. And then he would fall off because the cigarette <laughs> would fall and he'd be trying to catch it and... Um, I mean, who who knows what Claudio Ranieri? Talk about a, a two two more different games to start his Watford career. We were we were at Vicarage Road for the five nil drubbing uh, against Liverpool, but um, I would bet my house on them losing to Everton the following week, much less winning and scoring five. So, so why? Oh, Julian, I, I can go on and on about Brendan Rodgers. I am so glad Never that wanted didn't him. happen. Uh, but but why why they ended up winning that game, I don't know. But I, I do you think? I mean, do you think he's going to turn Watford around? I mean, I just don't. Th- I think Watford's doomed this season. I think that hopefully, I don't think that they can they can survive uh, just the play. The way they played against Liverpool reminded me of of the way we played against City. So I guess I've just made the point that you can actually resurrect that. <laughs> we had a little bit better players than Watford does, though, to be clear. I didn't take long. Questions think, and at yourself were wrong. You know, that happens a lot. See, I would, I, if we don't beat Watford at home, I would definitely have questions. No, no, no game is a given in, in football. And I think... When you play teams like Liverpool, I think you have to understand that it's Liverpool. Liverpool are playing probably, barring West Ham, the best football in the league at the moment. And I think it was a bad baptism of fire for Claudio Ranieri to come in for his first game. He's not smart because it was me. 
I would have said, do you know what? I'll take over after the Liverpool game, get that one out of the way, and then uh, come with the Everton game. But he wanted to try and make a, an impact straight away. Um, <laughs> I think Watford, I honestly don't think Watford are going to be safe this season. I think, obviously, it's... Norwich are down. Norwich are already. Like Norwich that. are already. In. Ellis, listen. Fuck, fuck Ellis. Hashtag fuck Ellis. Oh. But, um, I think Norwich are already playing in the championship, um, genuinely. So I think it's one from. I think it's two from whoever. But Newcastle. Whoever he can. Hmm? Newcastle's going down. Yeah, I, they're going to be the richest team in the championship, which is going to make me laugh because what makes me laugh is that Newcastle arguably the richest club in the world at the moment. <laughs> and, and nobody wants that manager position. Nobody. Why sack even... Bruce? Why sack him if you haven't got an immediate replacement? Because no, wow. no one wants to be the first one. Everyone wants to be the second one, hence the 18-month contract from contact at Liverpool. I mean, at uh, Woods And I just think that's so weird that, you know, you'd have thought that teams were in clambering, but they're in a relegation fight. So if you think of all the people that were kind of being earmarked for it, so... Fat Sam is never going to go back there. That's well, you, know, you, know who's being, you know who's being tipped for that job right now? Who's that? Unai Emery. Like, Which just, would make, I guess would make sense, like uh, a coach with, but is he is he a relegation battler? I can't see it. Like, I can't see Unai Emery being in a relegation fight and, you know, getting a team he's not to far play from well. Right he's not far from one right now in La Liga, to be honest with you. That's how I pretend I know stuff. Um, but yeah, the uh, I, I don't know. I, I I don't think. I mean, uh, being a relegation fight. I mean, is that really a skill? I mean, I know Sam Allardyce is known for that, but I mean, if you're a good coach, then you should be able to be a relegation fighter. I would think. see. I think you have to know if you if you're um, playing a manager, for a game, playing for only a play. I hear you, but if you're a manager who only knows that one way of like gonna attack, gonna attack, gonna attack, then you have to know what games that you just need to get a point from. What games you literally have to sit your stool out to play. Okay, we're gonna play five three two, like or play five three one one, and we are going to sit back and soak up the pressure. Una Emery is a is gonna be a, a coach that wants to win every single game, and you can't do that. You cannot. Do that. Uh, that's, that's a good point. That's what I meant by playing for a point. Like you have to understand sometimes. Yeah, you know, play for a point and set up that way. Sam hit hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Emery had problems with English and translations in London. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine the press and, and the, the Geordie press start asking asking him questions. He'll be teaching he's like, English. He's like. Yeah, that would be funny. But you got to think to yourself, like, no one has got that job yet. Like, I don't know. If it was me, would you... Like, I wouldn't go for Frank Lampard because Frank Lampard is a shit manager and he's been found out at Chelsea and I'd be very surprised if he ever got another job in English football. Sure. Would you take a gamble on Stephen Gerrard from that Sunday league league up in Scotland? Like, it is a absolute atrocious league, like, uh, in the Scottish league. Um, Good evening, pet. <laughs> <laughs> like, who would you try and go balls out for someone like Ten Hag? But why would Ten Hag want to leave um, Ajax and come to England, even with all this money? 
Graham Potter, why would he want to leave Brighton? But why why would you want to do it now as opposed to once they've like they're in the hole right now? I mean, it, it, I I I don't mean I would take the job. I, I if I were a manager of some uh, renown, which you're not, which I'm not. He's not. Let's, let's not. I I just want to make sure you don't get sued for like misrepresentation. Jesus. I am not a manager of any renown. Yeah, I can't even manage my own bowels. No. Um, but the um, if I were Newcastle, there's 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 almost no upside to Newcastle right now, given that they haven't had the opportunity to spend. They're they're going to be, but they haven't yet spent money on players. They could very well get relegated this season. Uh, best case scenario, they make a big splash in November and finish mid table. Uh, I'm sorry, in January and finish mid table. But you're not whoever's hired now is going to be the Unai Emery. He's going to be not. I mean, not not that I'm not comparing Steve Bruce to Arsene Wenger, but but I am saying that the team has changed. It's on a new trajectory. Was, but you're the first person in. You're not going to be the guy that leads them to glory. The second person in will be because the, that second person is going to come in when the team is on a clear upward trajectory with funding behind them. But even as a player, who's going to want to go there? Like as uh, uh, you know, if you're an, an established player. Chris Willock. <laughs> Chris Willock's available. He's a QPR. I mean, in January, they are in 17th to 18th and, or 19th. Like, are you going to like leave your club, maybe a mid-table club, and think, you know what, I'm going to go to Newcastle. You're not. You're going to think to yourself, I mean, yeah, you're going to get paid double what you probably earn now. But at the same time, you think to yourself, there's a strong possibility we could be in the championship next season. Or I help us stay up, and then they go and buy someone to take my place. Mm. There you go. Who, who wants to be the Sven Goran Eriksson? He took over City. Right. Stuart Pearce, I thought it was. But it was or, or Mark Hughes would probably be a better idea. Mark Hughes was the first one at City after with Eriksson when they got all the money, and they both did terribly. And yeah, then I mean, it was they... Mancini after that who started winning stuff. Because that's when they that's when they went and they got. Uh, I mean, the Hughes, I think, is – I could be wrong on this, but Hughes – Erickson and Hughes is when they went and got uh, Robinho and Joe and those yeah. kinds of guys. But when they, yeah. started, when they started on the Aguero, Balotelli, Tevez run, Mancini was in place, I think, by that point. And so I think it is going to be a very similar kind of hierarchy, uh, you know, trajectory, except City weren't in a relegation battle. They okay. were constantly finishing sixth and seventh, not 16th and 17th. Well, whoever comes in at Newcastle is going to get five minutes to win the league and then they'll have red cut off. Next, they find us. It wouldn't shock me if they signed Sam Allardyce, to be honest. All the managers. Keep them up this season and then start fresh next season. All the managers Man City have that don't do it, you're never going to see them again. It's going to be like Peter Reid. Where's Peter Reid now? Annoyed the wrong people. Was a manager of a few teams, did quite well. Oh, there you go. Sophie says, personally, I hope they all get relegated because their fans are so arrogant. We they were, have been a bit, I'll tell you a story. We, we, um, the day after Villa, uh, I, I bought tickets for this game for Owen and Tom Rosenhammer and, I, and myself, and I thought it might, I might, might have wasted some money because it was the day after the Villa game. Um, but we got up, we went out, we went down to Selhurst Park, stood on the chair, we stood on the, um, on the platform at, I guess it was St. Pancras, with tons of Geordies who had come down from Newcastle. 
and they were making. I mean, they, they from a from a from a neutral standpoint, they were brilliant. I mean, I love you know active, loud football supporters. I mean, that's kind of, that's the experience that I don't get at home, and that's one of the reasons why I come over and go to these neutral games and stuff. However, and they were brilliant during the game. <laughs> they were brilliant during the game uh, as far as just being loud and boisterous and ridiculous. But Owen says in, in about the 65th minute of, of what was quickly becoming a very exciting game against Crystal Palace, he's uh, like, if we don't leave by the 75th minute, we're going to be standing on the platform at Norwood Junction with all of those people drunk and pissed off. He's like, we need to leave now. And honestly, uh, get that off. That's not, that's not nice. I haven't read it. I'm just um, watching you. The, uh, yeah. It, and, and so I think he actually, one of the few games we left early was because uh, of how boisterous their fan base was. And we did not want to be in the middle of, of, of angry Geordies uh, who had clearly had a lot to drink. So, um, so yeah, that was a good decision from him. Hmm. So I take it Watford's going to be no problem for us this weekend. Is it Saturday we're playing? Let me guess. Is it four? Sun- Sunday at two. Oh, God, there we go. That's not too bad. I can just about scrape myself out of bed for that. Well, that's going I mean, to be a chance to, to get a, a decent amount of goals against them because they are shit. No, don't. Z, you can't. So I'm you still understand with, what you're saying. I'm still, but I'm, to Everton. I'm, still, I'm still going with a draw because that's what I've picked on every single game this this run because when I pick us to win – we come out and shit the bed. Well, so what if you pick us to draw every game for the rest of the time? Does that mean we'll never lose again? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Carl? That's what that means. <laughs> no, I think we'll uh, I think it will win. I think um, we've got enough about us. Oh, Wolves are winning. Um, we've got enough about us to to beat them. We, we kind of have to. We're, this cup is I, as big I said, I said in um, one of the tweets that winning every home game should be a bare minimum. Like literally, I know Arteta's home record is not very good at the moment. Like it is actually really bad. But you know, Watford at home, they are low in the table. Yes, they've got a new manager and they may have their new manager bounce, but there's no reason why we shouldn't beat Watford at home. No reason whatsoever. And I'd be very, very disappointed if um we don't beat them. And I'm not saying we've got to spank them like four or five nil, but, you know, a win has to be the bare minimum. Not a draw, but a win has to be the bare minimum for us. Well, this, is kind of, this is kind of like the home version of when we went and played Brighton right after uh, spanking Spurs at home. We will find out if this team is being proper. <laughs> I've been up since fucking half 11. <laughs> We're going to find out if this team is have, has the uh... – oh, he didn't even move. I thought he was going to – Solid. I thought he was going to snap up and, and, and no, swallow something. My snapping days are long gone. All right. So, anyway, now I've got to go wash my hands. But um, <laughs> yeah, just clean on a week ago, aren't we, you? <laughs> we will find out if this team can properly like set itself up mentally for a game that is winnable. Uh, Leicester, they had to rise, you know, rise to the occasion. Villa, they had to rise to the occasion. Palace, they probably thought might have been an easier ride, and they didn't keep going once they took an early lead. What the fuck was that? <laughs> You're gonna be sick. You've eaten all the sweeties. I'm a little gassy now. 
so again, you know, what we've seen against Brighton, Palace, uh, and, and a couple other times, that's the concern about Watford. And if we come out and and put two on them in the first half, which I think we've shown, don't we can go do, easy, don't one don't, nil and then shut down. No, go for it. It's exactly what I'm saying because Watford. I'm agreeing. Yeah. So that's uh, that sorted then. You know, I I fear that they might take the foot the, the the foot off the brakes a little bit going into the international break and with the recent success they've had. I said at the beginning of this four game run that they need to do ten out of twelve, just like the last ten out of twelve. The last ten out of twelve ended with Brighton, so people were a little off 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 beat about it. Uh, but it's still ten out of twelve. Another ten out of twelve in in the October early November, which we have the ability to do if we win this game. I mean, you can't ask for t- more than, than than 10 out of every 12 points that you got. And we need to put these points in the bank because Liverpool's coming Oh, that's, that was and my name. That's what, So that's what I was thinking Go on. for the next game. And then we've got Liverpool away. Now, there is not a person, any Arsenal fan, maybe apart from a uh, delusional tire from AFTV, who thinks that we will beat Liverpool away. As much as I really, really want to believe that we will, so now they're now they're toxically positive because they, because they think that we're going to beat Liverpool. They can't win. <laughs> I know, but you know we're not going to beat Liverpool. away. let's be very honest. Like as much as I want us to, and I want to believe that we will. Of course, I do. I, I want us to win every game. But sometimes you have to be a bit realistic and you have to be do baby steps. Um, Liverpool are not unbeatable, but you know have Arsenal got enough about them to beat them at Anfield? Mm, I, I'm not too sure. But I don't um, think we have to beat them, though. If yeah. we if we get everything around that done, I mean, we don't have to pull off a miracle in Anfield, you know. To which you know, not, miracle might be a bit strong, but if we keep winning the games like Watford and Leicester and Villa, and, I mean, we're beating mid-table teams that people have said are our new rivals. We're beating them. We're and if we can just beat the teams at the bottom of the table along with that, then. You know, top four is on without having to win away at Chelsea, Liverpool, or City. And I mean, the only good thing about it is that they're, um, oh my God, Everton are terrible. Sorry to tune it down. Um, the only thing are about this game is that it comes after an international break. So you have to sort of figure out, you know, injuries, fatigue. You know, we don't have that many players that go away on international duty. So um, that's time for me, for Arteta, to work with these players. And, Ramsdale will be. Uh, hmm? Ramsdale will be. <laughs> I, I mean, Ramsdale will be. I mean, it, there's a strong possibility that Smith-Rowe might get a call yeah. up um, for England in place of Sancho, who is in that sleep dog shit. Um, maybe purple, them not using him. I know maybe Ben White might get an England called up for Tyrone Means because he hasn't been playing very well. Um, barring that, who doesn't go? Um, Pepe that obviously goes. Well, I don't know if any African teams have got um, international duty just because of the African Cup of Nations, but um, there's not many teams that go away with Europe. Xhaka, no, he's injured. So yeah, there's not many, not many at all. So. That's time for us spent on the training ground. Um, but like Mike said, and I, and, I, and I definitely agree with you, we have to beat the teams in and around us, our new 
quote unquote rivals, the mid table teams. Top three aren't our problem. No one's beating them home or no. away, really. We'll have to get to the point where we can beat them, you know, if we hope to challenge for the title, which is, you know, hopefully in the next two or three seasons. I don't mean two to three years away. I mean, in the next two or three seasons, hopefully as soon as next year. But, you know, the, you don't have to win those games in order to I'm, finish top four. You just don't. We, I mean, never, we never used to, and we still finish top four. You still don't, as long as you don't drop the points that we dropped last year against Wolves and West Ham and Villa and Burnley. I mean, you think after, after Liverpool game, we've got Newcastle home, Man United away, Everton away, then Southampton at home. That's starting to look I mean, like a track. <laughs> I think they're all winnable games. I mean, I'm watching Everton, uh, Wolves play Everton at the moment, and Everton are flipping dog shit, like, really bad. Um, Newcastle at home, <laughs> we should win. Like, they probably still got the caretaker manager, um, or Big Sam will be in charge by then, you know, who knows. We're all eligible to play in that <laughs> <laughs> Um, Man United away. I like to know Liverpool fans. You had some Liverpool fans and said, "Are you worried about Arsenal?" I bet some of them would go, "Yeah, starting to be." Yeah, they got some stuff. They got their best team. They're what they they should be worried about us. Not that we, I don't think we're going to beat them, but we're good. And plus, also, Cole, yeah, whenever well, we play, we, whenever we play a team that played good football, then usually recently, apart from Man City and Chelsea, we play good football too. I mean, I have hope and I have faith. Liverpool Liverpool away never really used to worry me. Do you remember when we beat them? Oh, God. We, we played hard in that purple and black kit. I remember um, 89 beating them away. It was easy. That was really... What happened in that game, Mike? I can't remember. Just refresh my memory. What happened in that uh, game? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to put it to classical music on Friday, though. Um, All right, no worries. Okay. I'm going there for a refresher on what happened um, so that I can... We can talk about it on the next part. I mean, I remember Robert Pires scoring like brilliant goals against them. Um, I remember we beat them 2 0. I think it was Cozola and Giroud. Remember those ones? Um, I remember Henri roasting Jamie Carragher a few times. Don't forget so, our Shavin yep, as well. So Liverpool away never used to really, you know, never used to bother me, but you know, just arguably they are playing some brilliant football at the moment. There's no denying it. They are. Um, but every team needs a slip up. You know, every team, I mean, I've seen some Liverpool fans talking about going this season un, unbeaten again. And I, 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 they say again, and I can't remember the first time they did it because I'm sure, you know, after they were talking about, oh, we're going to be unbeaten, they lost to Wolves, free, sorry, Watford 3-0. Um, so... It just makes me laugh that they think they can go unbeaten the whole season, which is just absolutely if, atrocious. If, if just, Dallas can turn City over with no extenuating circumstances as to why that happened, other than it's just an off game. It happens sometimes. That's why it's so hard to go unbeaten. And um, so, I mean, look, we could beat Liverpool away, but I, I certainly don't think we need to as long as we get business done in games like Sunday and the games surrounding the Liverpool game. So, uh, yeah, we're in, we're in a, uh, I think we're in a good spot at the moment. We are. I wouldn't call it a spot of bother. Makes a change. Ding. Makes a change. And, um, you know, I am available to be paid 
to remain here. Uh, you bring my family over. Um, isn't, isn't Andy looking after your wife for you? No, but I'm looking after your mom. Oh. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I am available for that. And if, uh, if you're in London for the game on Sunday, fancy a pint before the game or after the game, come find us at the Tolly. Ding. I'll be wearing uh, Chris's outfit <laughs> over one leg. <laughs> Because that's all <laughs> you're wearing, Chris. I'll be wearing Chris as, as, a, a, as a throw. <laughs> oh, Chris is here. Say hello, Chris. Uh, this, this is this this is a genuine Chris yeah. hair that I have, and uh, actually still attached to it's it. Very warm, very warm. Keeps <laughs> me keeps me warm and dry. Are you going to the game, Carl? I am not. Sadly, I have a christening. I believe. Oh, what's like, there with weddings and christenings? Who christens their child when Arsenal's playing? Like, I don't understand these people. Like, and the person who's christening I'm going to, the, the father, is an Arsenal fan. And I, I, I don't get this nonsense of, like, plan your life around Arsenal. Yeah. Like, why would they not do that? Only christen in June and July. There's some of the regular, uh, the regular pack of uh, pack of wolves that would go to uh, away games miss the Leicester game this weekend because of some, like, stupid, like, wedding or something like that. And the wedding was at night. Nonsense. Game was at 2 p.m. Wedding was at night. That's because they got women that tell them what to do. Should be like the 1920s. They put their hand up to speak. I'm allowed to say that, I think. Chantal. These are the opinions of Danny uh, alone and nobody else. Just want to. Uh, Colleagues have just, just arrived outside. Oh, no. <laughs> on the run. I'm like, I'm usually over in America on the camera. This is, this is, uh, I have nothing to do with this. I'm sorry. Um, well, we're at an hour and a half. Yes. Carl has saved us. You've been very good, Carl. Otherwise, it's just been us still talking about pizza and me annoying the waitresses. <laughs> she claims she loves them, but... Uh, Did they, but she, they, we thought you were hilarious and you made our day. Please leave. Yeah. <laughs> so stop putting grass on everything. I said, uh, do you want any ice? I said, no, that's not hot ice. She went, isn't that water? I said, yeah, but I don't want water. And she just looks at me. I said, I need some jalapeno on my pizza. It's not on your menu. She went, I'll have a look. I said, yeah, have a look in your handbag, see if you've got any jalapeno. She come back with jalapeno. I said, where'd you get that from? She went, a magical castle. That is verbatim. That's, he, got, he got it done. He got the jalapeno. No jalapeno on the menu. I still, well, I think they were jalapeno. They were green. So if you, if you start seeing uh, or hallucinating later, uh, I'll tell you what, just go with it, Danny. Just go with it. This is this is show number four twenty. If only it was legal over here, I'd be giggling and dribbling like a muppet. And you said uh, a bad word then. I said a Rotherham fan. I wasn't going to say Rotherham fan. Who said Rotherham? Fan? I don't know. Move on. <laughs> I think we ought to end this because we have some Pringles to eat, which is the last tradition I think that we're oh. going to do before I head back on the train back to uh, stupid old Highbury. It's only about a three hour walk to get to the train station. Yeah, I should start now. Go Four back. hours for me. Yeah, Huntington Ring Road. You'll be fine. That sounds safe. It does. No, oh, it is. And I said to him when we pulled up in Huntington, don't look at anybody straight in the eye. They're all crack addicts and crack whores here. Shithole. Yeah, but I didn't expect you to be talking about the people in your house. Uh, and I'm not talking about you know those uh, that we met. I'm nobody joined them. us. How sad is that? Carl, had oh, they're, jealous. they're jealous of our business. Could be the beardiest podcast ever. Not right. Yeah, this was that, that, never again. No more live ones. 
This is the last chance anyone ever had, but no. I'm on the final Burkham Wonderland live podcast. Yeah. The rest of them will be dead podcasts. When we beat Liverpool 4 0, we're going to be yeah. doing a live podcast. I can oh, assure yeah. you that, isn't that right? Back? We will be glory hunting. I, I will join you. <laughs> yeah, Chris will. Chris will definitely will. Chris will jump on. Yeah, I bet he will. He's always not available, but because he's chatting French football. But as soon as there's like, oh, emergency podcast or Arsenal win, yeah, yeah, I'll jump on. Glory yeah. hunting. Fair weather fan. What are you going to do? Yes. Right, I think we're going to wrap this up. Thank you very much for joining us, Carl. It's we nice to see you. We didn't do user questions. Oh, you just said this. Oh, well, user questions. Anybody got any questions? Begin with the letter Q. Don't have to make any sense if you want. Here's one from uh, Don Juan. It says, question for Mike. Uh, are you able to out-drink Owen? Am I able to what? Out-drink Owen. Out-drink Owen. Oh. Uh, yes. I feel very let down that you let someone smoke on your pod. It's disgusting. Reminded me when Gimli was on here. Filthy habit. Stop it. It was a vape machine, wasn't it? it was What's not? He, smoke, he, he didn't smoke in my flat. I could no, tell you're you. in the pub. Oh, in the pub. Well, yeah, we're Guinness. doing video. Well, yeah, okay, fine. Um, um, question for you, another question for you, Mike. He's moved on. Um, so far, of all the ABW members you've met, who's been ah. your favorite? You have to answer. Oh, it's, there's, I mean, say Simon. I, I, it, it, it's it's a hundred percent have to be Simon because he's ah. the, he's the only one that I like look up to. Question him. my sexuality around. She said in the band, Sean's mum said, is Simon good looking then? And Mike said, I wanted to do him there and then. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I've, we've, we've had him on the podcast a number of times. He's always been very helpful for the charity. Joined him, you know, and, and then he walks up at the pub and there was like a fucking, I know. there was like, yeah, there was like, you know, the, a it was a cloudy day except for the sun came through the clouds shone directly down on him. And he was moving without moving his feet. And, and yeah, and, and you know, like when on, um, was it at uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast that that Gaston character like he smiles and the tooth goes like ding like your tooth just falls out his tooth like sparkled and was like I mean it, the man is uh, they're replacing when when he passes away they're replacing the David in Florence uh, the statue of David with Simon Collins I think I'm gonna plug Simon because Simon is doing November I'm gonna plug Simon <laughs> if he's not careful oh, no. <laughs> Simon is doing a uh... November, he's growing his uh, oh, yes, yes. his facial hair and running sixty k. Um, one day, which it, it, no, not all in one day. So please go to sr underscore Collins. That's c o double l i n g s and go and sponsor our Simon. Yes, he's got a very very modest goal, which which I helped uh, this morning when he when he uh, when he told me about it. Again, you support us, we support you. It's that simple. Um, I think his goal was 500 pounds. Oh, and, and we're going to blow that out of the water because, you know, again, with it's not a lot. If you know, you know, we, we run Gooners versus Cancer. It's, it's, it's really kind of about blood cancers. Movember is about testicular cancer. Um, and it's a, great, it's a great cause. Our fundraising has finished uh, for the year. And we're going to be tabulating everything up, but but go to Simon's page if you've got any leftover cash. Go to his page, sponsor him. I told him I would run six meters a day um, to to kind of show solidarity uh, with him. It's a bit much. 
but uh, but yeah, please do uh, please do uh, do say did I share more Palace Equalizer or Villa Performance? Oh, the Villa Performance. I didn't stop sharing. Palace Equalizer was a moment in time. Villa was ninety minutes of just joy, um, and and the and the before and the after for Villa being a Friday night with everyone coming into town, uh, meeting my friend John uh, Smythe, who's been. Uh, who, who's a great guy who comes down for a couple of games a year. Um, just that was the that that until Leicester and then until today have been the best days of, of the trip. Um, about this one, where's Meadow Park? Trip to Meadow Park, that's where the women play. It's up at Boramwood, oh, okay. uh, it's the Boramwood Stadium, it's where the U23s play. Trip to Meadow Park is 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 simple. Uh, you get on at, at St. Pancras, you get on the, the the Thames Link, you go up to Meadow Park. No, it's uh, Borumwood. Uh, Don't ask me. Ask some Carl. Kind of the studios are. Where the trains are? Uh, Ellswood, uh, Ells, Ellswood, something like that. Anyway, uh, and I spent a nice couple of hours up there. Went to a pub uh, where I did not belong, but I stayed there anyway. Had a had a um, uh, what it was a Sunday roast. Did they accept you in the end? <laughs> did they? <laughs> like Simon's going to accept me in the end. Uh, no, uh, yes, they Sunday did. Roast. They did accept me in the end. Had a Sunday roast. Uh, walked down to Meadow Park. Enjoyed it. It was not my first time there. It was my second time, both on October thirty first, and um, uh, on the way back was met by Daniel Robert, who is a podcast connoisseur himself, who met me and had dinner. So lovely day in Meadow Park yesterday. I remember drinking online with Mike, like. Did you just like? Did you dial into my modem, and we had drinks together? I don't remember that. Um, if you mean online, like online for the at the pub, uh, then yes, of course I remember. No, you don't. Here's one for Carl and um, from formerly knows. What do you think of Tottenham? I think that I'm going to go with a uh, shit. Ah, oh, what do you think of shit? Um. Uh, Conte and Tottenham. Oh, ooh, it's a double answer. Yeah. I just, I, do you know what? My, I really, really want Conte just to flipping capitulate. I really do. I, I just, I want him to injure Harry Kane because Harry Kane can't press. I want there to be disruption in the dressing room. Uh, I just, uh, just 18 months is for me, says a lot. And then Conte leaves to take the Man United job at the end of the season. That would make me laugh so much. And his track record would say that that isn't going to happen. But there's always an end to this run of incredible performances. And I, there's a lot of friendly banter and dis- disagreements about this in, 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 in our chats today. And, um, you know, I rarely say this word, but there's a lot of receipts to collect if Conte is a flop at, at Tottenham. And so I, I, and I really, really want that to happen because I just don't think it's guaranteed success. I'm not freaked out about Tottenham. Would I rather they sign some, well, would I rather they sign some unknown person from some ridiculous club like Nagoya Grampus 8? Uh, <laughs> probably because okay, you know, yeah. you'd think it would be, you know, I'm not saying him specifically. I'm just saying that, you know, signing some no no name isn't always the worst thing in the world, but uh, Conte will have every opportunity to make this team better, but it also has the potential to go spectacularly wrong. 
Uh, we had a question for you, Carl, about your lighting. I have mentioned this a couple of times, and I get told to piss off. Div says, can we get Carl better lighting? This seems to in my... So I'm going to move... Um, so when I podcast now, I'm going to move to my dining room and put my um, my computer on my dining room table instead of my desk. So, yes, I will have better lighting very, very shortly. I actually do have a better camera. You'd think that Apple would provide, like, with oh, a... Shit. Sorry. Shout it, you. Yeah, you'd think that my iMac would come with, like, uh, an absolute brilliant camera, but the iMac camera is not very good, but I will... See, I think this question is less about your lighting and more just about not wanting to see Danny and me. Uh, I think it's more about Danny. Yeah, thank you, Divya. Getting some relief there? And my foot was in the wrong position for too fucking long. Oh, mama, that hurts. So we're in the middle of we're in the middle of doing the podcast. This is Hello. for the vlog. We're doing. We're, I'm doing my my uh, my game day vlog here. We've got. He's the, eating all my sweeties. We've got the studio here. Let's see. We've got here. We've got all all the. Don't got Carl. give away the magic. Oh, sorry. I, I almost gave away the magic, but uh, this you, you have to experience this in your life. No, you don't. Don't Before go to the White House. Everyone that's watching this, and Stay I'm going to take the number. I'm going to see who comments on this. The address will follow. And, and they'll be coming over. Okay? Your life, as you know. All of ABW, won't. I've been asking them for five years. Well, they don't, but you're going to get yeah. uh, Nick Fikes will come over. Most of them don't even have fucking jobs. Where's it gone? I don't know. I think that's, I think that's a sign. <laughs> did, that, did that record? No. <laughs> you have to do it again? Right, wrap it up, Danny. Wrap it up. Okay. Well, there were some more questions in there, I think, but I can't see them all because we had the camera in just the right place. Mike moved it. Now, I can't see the questions, uh, the comments, until I actually click on them. Um, <laughs> so it's the only way I can see what they are by doing this. Well, don't, now you're moving. Now they can see my bedroom with my red light on. Well, why didn't you put it there in the first place? That's not, no, that's not it's too far the other way now. Uh, uh, Mr. Waffles, you're allowed to come around. There you go. Um, it's Mike spending the night. I'm not spending the night unless uh, I can't get to my train, in which case I will be spending the night. Well, your train's night. every half hour. Yes, but how am I going to get there? Well, I'll bring a taxi. Okay. Oh, what have I done? Wrong button. Woohoo! All right. Carl's like, this has got to end right now. <laughs> so, so, yeah, because my phone's not even working anymore. All right, we're going to finish these snacks. No, we're not. I've had enough of them. We have, what do we have? Fruity tubes. This sounds really dubious. And uh, look, can I say it? Oh. This has been a Burt Camp Wonderland, an Arsenal podcast with the God, the, the Podfather. Podmother. And Magic Mike and the savior of this podcast, <laughs> Carl. Fuck Ellis. Anything else you want to say, Carl? On your uh, own. Just want to echo your thoughts and say, fuck Ellis. Thanks for watching and thank you for being a good host and a mentor for five plus years. May the next five plus years be our last five plus years. God, imagine <laughs> if we do another five years, no one will be fucking watching. <laughs> we'll have negative, negative viewers. I'll, I'll have to start watching it myself. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Carl. See you, everyone. Take care. Thanks, Carl. Bye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid.
Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>